money, 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 money. Welcome into the latest edition of Winning Ways, the gaming podcast where we try and put some money in your pocket. I'm David Schuster, joined as always by my longtime friend and very successful gambler, Mr. Andy Roth. And we're brought to you by DraftKings and more from our sponsor in just a moment. And we're going to get to our picks for this weekend's football games in just a little bit as well. But first, Andy, let's talk some pro basketball and some future picks. All right, let's start off with NBA Rookie of the Year. I've previously uh, suggested uh, playing Jalen Green, Kane Cunningham, which is still worthwhile plays, but let's add in a couple of long shots. I like the way Evan Mobley has looked in preseason. Um, Great on the defensive end, has looked better than I thought offensively, and he's as high as 12 to 1, and he's, he's worth an investment. And if you want a major, major long shot, there's a rookie by the name of Nation Bones Highland who plays for the Denver Nuggets. Um, he's been really good in the preseason. The players have been raving about him. Mike Malone says he will be in the rotation. He is 80 to 1. So if you want to drop $10 on him to win 800, spend some lunch money and do it. Yeah, okay. I mean, odds like that, why not? He's such a long shot. And I'm a basketball junkie. I don't even know who the heck he is. Who is he? Where is he from? Uh, Bones was a second-round draft pick. He's six seven, and he looks like he's about 150 pounds, but um, is long, um, quick, confident. And, um, again, the Nugget players are raving about him. Okay. All right. The next one in the NBA is a uh, sixth man. I mean, your, your normal guys are at the top of the betting pole. Jordan Clarkson, uh, Joe Engels, teammates, of course, out in Utah. Uh, uh, Clarkson won it last year. But I think you've got some other people that are on your list, do you not? Oh, yeah. Go Jalen ahead. Brunson finished fourth in the voting last year. You could have made the argument he should have been a finalist. Well, he shouldn't be 25 to 1, but he is. Play him. Tyler Hero also at 25 to 1, coming off somewhat of a disappointing season last year. Highly motivated. He's got the skill level to do it. Again, good value at 25 to 1. And now, with the news that Kyrie will not be starting the season with the Nets and potentially will not play at all, um, I would take a look at Patty Mills, who's in the 18 to 20 to 1 area. All right. There's there's three guys that I have, and you tell me what kind of long shots they are. They're all further down the totem pole. I mean, here in Chicago, uh, Kobe White, who right now is injured, but he's going to be a, the bull sixth man. He's going to come off the bench. He's going to be looking to score. And I think your sixth man has to score points. That's, that's you know, a prerequisite as far as I'm concerned. So he's at least a possibility. Um, another guy who's going to score points, and I don't think he's going to start him. He might not even be on the team that he's currently on very long. That's Buddy Heald out in Sacramento. Um, I mean, he's at least a, a guy who's going to – well, and I remember when he did come off the bench, he went from the starting lineup and he came off the bench. And the first game he came off the bench was here in Chicago against the Bulls. And he was fantastic in the six man uh, role. So he's a possibility. And another guy who played really well in the postseason last year, he's on the championship team. He's going to get a lot of playing time. Bobby Portis. What about any of those three guys? Um, I don't think Portis puts up enough points. Yeah, you might he only right. averaged about nine last year. As far as Buddy Heald, as far as I know, as far as the depth chart, He's supposed to be in the starting lineup, but you could also look possibly at Tyrese Halliburton as a six-man candidate. Okay. All right. And I love him. You know I love him. 
And ultimately, I think Heald will probably get traded and Halliburton was going to be in the starting lineup. That's what I think is going to happen out there. All right, MVP, it's always the normal cast of characters, Doncic, Embiid, um, you know, Steph, uh, Giannis, uh, LeBron. I think Embiid wins it, but that's not really going to get you that much money. So who's on your list? Well, I, I do have to mention that I found Embiid at 12 to 1, Ooh. so I did play him. That's a good, uh, that's a good nice long shot. Yeah, again, the, the long shot pick for me uh, would be Jason Tatum, who I believe has the chance to go up to another level uh, with things uh, in flux in Brooklyn. Maybe the Nets don't perform as well. Philly's got the uh, Simmons issue. So Tatum at 30 to 1, I think, is worth a small investment. All right, I'm going to throw one name at you, and obviously he's a star player in his own right, and he was unbelievable and I thought was in the running for last year until he finally got hurt at the end of the season. And with Kyrie not going to play at least for a while, and who knows for how long, what about James Harden? What's his number? Yeah, I, I think Harden, uh, you know, there's potential there, but he, he's dropped to about the 14-1 to 1 area. So I want more value than that. That's why I went for Tatum at 30-1. to 1. Okay, I mean, Harden's obviously, you know, you still got Durant, who's like I've been continuing to say top two or three, maybe the top player in the world right now. But Harden's going to have the ball in his hands all the time. And Harden was putting up huge triple doubles before he finally got injured at the end of last season. So that's why I sort of like him. And it's important to point out, you know, as the season progresses, there are many occasions where they put up bad lines and you can take advantage of, of it then. It doesn't necessarily have to be before the season you know for example last year I played Jokic about three weeks into the season at 25 to 1 much deeper into the season I played Julius Randle for most improved at 65 to 1. All right defensive player for the year I mean Rudy Gobert basically has you know owned this award recently I mean Giannis is going to be there Anthony Davis but you have somebody else on your list. Yeah Clint Capella would be the guy finished sixth in the voting last year um defense which is part of rebounding he's an elite rebounder led the league in rebounding last year he's on a team that's on the rise and very good value at 50 to 1. How about DeAndre Ayton I mean young player obviously this is only going to be his second year but uh uh third year I should say um I I like him in the middle you know what what are your thoughts on him? No I I like him but the the price isn't as good as Capella so I want to go for the guy where I get the the better value And, and again what also helps Capella is the elite rebounding. All right, before we get to football, um, our futures and also uh, NFL and college picks, first a word from our sponsor. And another week of the NFL season means another shot to win big at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. Now, the last 0-0 tie in the NFL all the way back in 1943, so I'd say this is a no-brainer. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Throw down $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code 
TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Andy, before we get to our picks in college and pro for this upcoming weekend, by the way, I was perfect in college. I won't tell you how bad I was in the pros, but I was 3-0 and in my college picks last week for what little that's worth. Let's talk about some future picks. You're laughing at me. I can see you. Um, let's talk about some future picks in the NFL. Um, comeback player of the year. I think uh, you have pretty strong feelings on this one. Dak, Pres- Dak Prescott has been the favorite for several weeks, but the line has not moved. He's minus 175. Um, they're undervaluing him. That line should be minus 400. Strong play on Dak Prescott. All right. Here's one for you. I mean, they're all quarterbacks just dominate all these damn awards, but here's another quarterback, and he's coming off a four touchdown performance last week. What about Jameis Winston? No, the numbers are, are not there yet. They just aren't. And that that's a that's a, a a price that you can wait on. It's it's a very high price. Actually, I did play one other player this week uh, for comeback player, and that's Carson Wentz, who in defeat played extremely well. I got Wentz at 50 to one. That's a pretty good pick, by the way. And, you know, he's coming off a lot of injuries. And and usually either your the comeback player of the year means that you were horrendous the year before or you're coming off an injury. So right, right. Yeah, uh, that's probably a really wise pick. All right. MVP. Uh, once again, all quarterbacks. Go ahead. Which quarterback yeah, well, are you picking? Lamar Jackson, obviously now very much in the conversation, but they're still underrating him. You can get him at 12 to 1. I think that's a play. How about Tom Brady? Of all people, he's even further down the list than that. Tom Brady, I mean, he just defies everything, including age, obviously. What's Tom Brady right now? He's coming off a five-touchdown performance. Right, but only 7 to 1. I'd rather have the bigger value in Jackson right now. If you're playing it now, I've played Brady, but at higher prices previously. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, obviously this fluctuates week to week. That's why we continue talking about these future right. picks. Um, you had, you had one other category, NFL rushing leader. And listen, there are so many categories, obviously you can have sack leader and who knows what else, but go ahead. NFL rushing leader. Who do you got? Yeah. Derek Henry, the favorite of minus minus one forty, but he's not a player right now. Likely to to win this award, but Nick Chubb is having a huge season, um, and the price is plus six fifty. To me, that's worth a play because you could always come back on Henry, you know, down the road. All right. Uh, once upon a time, I would have said Saquon Barkley, but you know, unfortunately, the, the man unfortunately just has one injury after another. Unlucky. Go ahead. No, unlucky. Yeah, very unlucky. I'm going to give you one also. I, I don't even know where he is currently. Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, he gets stronger as the season goes on, and I think you have to look at that. Obviously, you got to stay injury free to win uh, the NFL rushing title. But I like Ezekiel Elliott right now. Yeah, but right now, both Chubb and Henry have a lead of a couple hundred yards, which is significant at this point. And you know, there would be no reason to play him right now. Okay. All right. Uh, how about your NFL picks? Go ahead. Ah, go ahead. I, know, I know you're going to go against whatever I say, but go ahead. All right, well, the Cardinals take their first loss of the season. I like the Browns, minus three. Uh, Arizona uh, rushing defense, very poor. They're going to be going up against Chubb. Uh, I think, actually, the Browns win this one in a route. 
Your turn. That's going to be a high-scoring game. I don't know what the over-under is, but that will be a high-scoring game. All right. Um, I'm not uh, – Kansas City at Washington. Listen, the Chiefs, who, you know, have fallen on hard times for them, this is a must-win for them. If they want to be a home field – listen, if they want to even get into the playoffs, they, they got to start winning, much less have home field. So they're laying six and a half. So it's under a touchdown at Washington – and I think they come to play some football on Sunday. So I like Kansas City, even though they're on the road laying six and a half. Washington's not a bad football team, but Kansas City absolutely has to win this game. So I'm going with Kansas City. All right. My second game involves two of the MVP candidates, Justin Herbert and Lamar Jackson. Uh, that Charger offense is terrific. Herbert is, is a beast. Um, I think they'll put up their points, but I don't think the Chargers can uh, – keep Lamar Jackson in check. So I'll go over 52. Well, I like that game, but you know, listen, it should go over 52, but that's not what I'm going to say. I like Baltimore laying the three in that game. So obviously you're going to now like the chargers. I have no opinion on the side. I just played the total. It should be a high scoring game. You're right. All right. I got one more. I've been wrong on the bears, no matter what I say. So I'll be wrong about this one as well, but I'm going to at least take a stab until I get one, something right. I don't like the game itself, but I do like the over, even though the bears played pretty good defense. Matter of fact, really good defense. Uh, the last couple of weeks after they got embarrassed at Cleveland, they've played good against a terrible lions team. And I think Vegas might've had its head up there. You know what, with the whole Gruden situation, but regardless, the bears played good defense so I like the over in this game. Don't ask me why I like the over. Now, I, now you said you've lost every Bears pick, right? So far? I have lost every Bears pick. All right. Uh, Bears under for me. Okay. All right. <laughs> the number's 44 and a half, by the way. All right. Like I said, I was really good in college. I had all three games last week. So let's see if I can uh, do it again. I like Northwestern. Northwestern at home. And they're coming off an embarrassing loss against Nebraska two weeks ago. So that means they had two weeks to prepare if you give uh, Fitzsimmons a couple of weeks, actually, I think he'll get his team prepared and, and play a good football game. They're going against Rutgers. Come on, Rutgers shouldn't even be in the Big Ten. So Northwestern at home getting two points. I love Northwestern. It's going to be cool here in Chicago on Saturday. Northwestern getting two at home against Rutgers. Also in the Big Ten, sort of, one of the two teams, Wisconsin is laying 14 against Army. Wisconsin has underperformed to this point of the season. And they've dropped out of any kind of consideration, certainly for the national title, maybe even for the Big Ten title. But I like them to rebound. Army usually plays tough against teams that, you know, they're not supposed to beat. But I like Wisconsin laying the 14. And finally, talk about a team that's going to be PO'd after losing last week, Alabama. They're on the road at Mississippi State. They're laying 16 and a half. I think this is going to be a drubbing. Nick Saban's going to say, look, boys. If we want to get back into the complete national title picture, we got to destroy teams going forward. So I look for Alabama to destroy Mississippi State, laying the 16 and a half and covering in that game. What do you think of that, Andy? Uh, you're on a hot streak. I'm, I'm saying you're going to be a 6-0 over the last two weeks. <laughs> you don't follow college football, so no. no. <laughs> All right, I guess there's really nothing else this week. Uh, we'll see how we do. Um and the baseball awards, they're, they're not yet coming out, but they will over the next couple of weeks. We're not talking about those anymore because you can't bet on them anyway. But we'll see what ends up happening, and we'll compare notes 
for when they finally came out, the voting totals, yada, 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 compared to what we thought was going to happen over the last four to six weeks? Well, I just know I'll be collecting uh, no matter who wins. And which one? All the awards? Uh, yes. Really? I, I played Bueller, Wheeler, Burns, and Scherzer at long odds. I played Otani before the season at 35 to 1. Uh, 5 to 1? How was he that long a shot even before the season started? Because he had never both pitched and hit for a whole season like that. Wow. So we they didn't, you know, maybe respect or or figure he could do it at such a high level. Can I um, ask can I ask what you played? How much? Yeah. No, I'll win a few thousand on Otani. All right, so you bet at least a hundred dollars. Oh yeah, but I but I bet him after that too. But again, I also uh played Guerrero. So if Guerrero happened to win, I was going to win also. And you know, and with um the American League. Uh, I win big on either Cole or Robbie Ray. Uh, National League, I win very big on Soto and just win big on Harper. So have you computed no matter who wins? I mean, have you? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I I have a document of profit margins that I keep throughout the season. So you win no matter what. Obviously, if certain guys win, you win that much more. Yeah, and I'll win on Jonathan India. And, you know, I gave out Randy Rosarena uh, during our podcast. That's correct. That's well, correct. And if he doesn't win, I think I have the number two guy anyway, his teammate, Wanda Franco. All right. So listen, folks, listen to what Andy's saying here, because he is proving, you know, and actually I didn't know that much about future betting. I mean, obviously there's, you can bet on almost anything, especially, you know, games themselves, but really you might have the smarter route of making money and wagering by betting futures in a lot of different sports. And that's why we talk about them on this podcast each and every week. Yep. It's the way to go. They always underprice the market in the futures. Absolutely. And, and it's like that in trading in all kinds of future stock markets and right. and all that kind of nonsense. And that's why I'm broke. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'll start listening to you, Andy, and maybe start following your lead on some of these things. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you've got right, to get into the you've got to get into the Roth hedge fund. The Roth hedge fund. Let me let me Google instead that. of a Roth IRA, it's a Roth hedge fund. <laughs> Very good, I like that. <laughs> All right. Anyway, until next week, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you then. <laughs>